This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Scotty, right? Ooh, I'm ready to... Laugh and laugh and laugh. What I like about this is it's an update. It's oh, an, good. It's an update to a story we've done before. Here we go. Okay, I'm ready. Bishop, who left church for satanic erotica writer, now works collecting pig semen. <laughs> it's a natural progression in life. Uh, well, let's get into some pig semen on this brand new Bananas. Welcome to the silliest little podcast there ever was. I'm a writer. My name is Scotty Landis. I'm Banana Boy number two. I'm Kurt Brownler, uh, actively refusing the title of Banana Boy number one. That's fine. We're going to get one eventually. <laughs> Never! We are here in Brooklyn, New York at the Bell House. Thank you. Give it up. You can take photos. We won't. We don't. What? We don't heck. No. What's the reverse of heckle? You're a stand-up. We won't point you out and say you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Except for that guy. Fuck you. Well, no, he's. I nice. gotcha. You can film it, but don't film too much of it. And uh, get drunk all night. We're gonna get drunk keep going, all night. It'll be really fun. We will. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is. Uh, so anyway, we've been talking about before we. <clears throat> I'm talking about how exciting it is to be in Brooklyn. It is. Uh, the moment I got out of Atlantic Terminal, I have not told you this yet. Oops. I was, the, it was since the moment I stepped foot in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. I started walking across the street. Oh, yeah. And then a gentleman uh, pointed at me. Never good. Like, <laughs> like is that you? And I, was, and I just was like, it's me. And I like, I just waved and then continued walking. Sure. And then it was like five, six, seven, eight. Is that Tim Shaw? <laughs> and it is a person who I knew very well. Oh, really? Yes. And you I just ditched him? I just walked around. I was just like, all right, pal. <laughs> Not good. And then I turned around to be like, Tim. And he was already like across Atlantic Avenue, and there's no way we're going to. And I was like, well, all right. I don't know. Tim, are you here? Boo. Nope. All right. Deserves it. Well, Deserves I guess he's guy. not such a good friend. Yeah, he's not a good friend at all. I love the Atlantic <laughs> Terminal. I love the Target there. I once asked an employee of Target that was standing by a pile of stuff on the floor with empty shelves where something was, and they threw what they were holding onto the pile, and we're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, oh, good store. This is going to stay in business forever. <laughs> Still in biz. Great shop. That was what, like, when we were driving, we drove in between Indianapolis and Fort Wayne, and we stopped at a cracker. Beautiful. Oh, you ever Beautiful. been to Indiana in November? Oh, God. 
Uh, oh, don't go if you're having any dark thoughts. Uh, oh. It's a beautiful time when they harvest all the country's sadness. Ooh, uh, yes. And we stopped at Cracker Bell, and every person there was in a suit, True. which was like, something's happening. This was a Saturday. This wasn't a post-church this crowd. Is not this a post- was a Cracker Barrel Saturday. Crowd. Everybody in a what suit. What city, Kurt? What group? Oh, Gas City. Gas City, Indiana. <laughs> Only the best for the Banana it's Boys. It's a gas station, the Cracker Barrel, and then a place called Payne's. Which Fish and Chips. Looked pretty good. We didn't looked stop by. Looked pretty good. We got out of there. We got real out of there. I found a little motorized fish that I knew my daughter wanted, and I was you like, ooh, so but I well. need to buy two because I have another child named Gus, and he will lose yeah. his fucking He loves mind. the toilet. He loves the toilet. And uh, he does love the toilet. His big thing is to jump into the toilet and punch the water. And Very so, normal. Just like his dad. And so we keep all the doors closed and the toilet seats down, but every once in a while you just hear... <laughs> and you're like, no, no. And, and then he opens up the toilet and jumps in, but then the toilet seat yes. comes down on his back. And you just come around the, tor- the corner, and his legs are up in the air, toilet seat on his back, just punching the water. Normal. We would all live longer. You'll live longer if you do that. You'll Everybody do longer. that tonight. Go home. Don't tell your roommates. Everybody in New York has a roommate. Punch the toilet. <laughs> and so we asked a woman who worked there who was maybe 12. Uh, yeah, everybody in Indiana is 18 or younger. <laughs> yeah, like, every Lyft driver, every barista, yeah. every, everywhere we went, everybody taking money. We went to the Botanical Museum or Garden. Yeah. Everybody is That's 16? how we roll. We go to the Botanical Conservatory, okay? Yeah, we had a drink first, but then we went <laughs> in. And everybody is under the age of 18 because I think they look around and go, we got to get out of here the second yeah. we can. <laughs> That's right. So we were there, and I asked the woman, I was like, do you have maybe another one of these in the back because there's only one <laughs> on display? And she goes, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. And then I was like, me neither. <laughs> and I was like, I wish one of us was in a position to find out. <laughs> Could She's you like, imagine? do you want me to check? And I would be like, oh, man, wow. That's an idea. Check. (laughs) You work here. You have one star on your apron. That's not enough. (laughs) All right. Are you ready for this uh, story, Scott? Yeah, give it to me again. I forgot the headline. Here it is. Bishop, who left church for satanic erotica writer, Mm. now works collecting pig semen. Uh, It is a story that keeps on giving. Everybody's hiring these days. There aren't enough employees. You guys know. <laughs> uh, this was sent in by Jerry Melgoza. Thank you, Jerry, Thank on you, Instagram. Jerry. Love that, Jerry. Uh, this was uh, printed in, I'm going to say it's called, and it's not printed unless I print it. Uh, yeah, they don't print anymore. This is honestly a, on Friendly Atheist. Oh, uh, I wake up. I make Nescafe. <laughs> I'm reading Friendly Atheist until 2 p.m. Then I take a nap and I finish reading. This guy knows them all. So, yeah, he does. Uh, and I, but I did check. This is a legit story. Okay. It's, on, it's on other places as well. So <laughs> uh, this was by uh, Hemant Meta. Hemant Meta. Hemant Meta. Hmm, have I heard it? It's... You were a little early, person, but but we appreciate. I love that enthusiasm. That would be me. That would be me. Okay. Yeah, Kurt does get excited. 
Uh, back in August, Bishop Xavier Novel Goma okay. made global headlines, global headlines, yeah. after announcing his resignation from the Catholic Church. That itself wasn't a huge shocker, though it was newsworthy, given that he had once been the youngest bishop in Spain at the age of 41. The reason this okay. was headline-worthy was because he stepped down after falling in love oh. with Sylvia Cabasso. Who wouldn't? A divorced woman who wrote erotic fiction with a satanic twist. That's pretty cool. Honestly, good. Okay, yeah. she's cool. She's cool. He's kind of a nerd. <laughs> but I mean, opposites attract. True. So. so this guy fell in love, then pursued that relationship instead of obeying his priestly vow of celibacy. Good uh, for him. Yeah, actually, he's cool again. Yeah, this is, remember... Guy this is to doink. friendly atheist. Good for him. Good for him. Uh, the satanic erotica was irrelevant, but a detail that just made everything so much better. Now, yeah. there's another wrinkle in this story that will make your jaw drop another few inches. If you're a shark. Pretty According good. He's a good writer. That is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not really. Uh, not really. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, if my jaw was like this... And I'd be like, I bet you can do more. I could then drop a few inches. What? But if I was already like, I'm going maybe a half inch more. Yeah. According to Spanish media, Novell has already found a new career path. He's working for a pig semen company that Good. produces Good. and distributes only the highest quality pig only. liquid. Novell's job, question mark, quote, masturbating the pigs. <laughs> Yep. Guys, it's a job. Ava Maria, Ava Maria. That was to, I believe, a Jewish song. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And he will raise you up on eagle's wings, bear you on the breath of dawn, make you to shine like the sun. And hold you in the palms of his hand. We really did go to Catholic school. <laughs> if you have kids, put them in Catholic school. Maybe they get a podcast. Maybe they sell out 10,000 seaters all the time. <laughs> That's crazy. He jerks off pigs. He jerks off pigs. Animal rights issues aside, I've never been so delighted to see the words priests and masturbation oh, in the same story. These things usually end much, much worse. Yeah, I bet they do. That is the best in the biz. It's not great. Okay. As I said before, though, yes. Novell isn't the hero you want him to be for years in his previous <laughs> vocation. He conducted exorcisms and promoted gay conversion torture. Oh, good. Fuck. Handling, handling pig semen, then, is a major step up for him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's well written. It's real written. I like it. Yeah. Uh, an old girlfriend of mine's dad tried to become a pastor years and years and years ago, and he said that he went into a house where all the other pastors in training were, and they were all having sex with each other. What? Really? Yeah. Also, Kurt and I don't discuss stories before the show ever, right? I didn't know you were doing that. So, th yes, but that's the first thing that came to my mind, and he was like, yeah, I just wanted a calling. It's kind of like your thing, that you... You just wanted to be the only person talking in a room of people. Yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to be a priest for a very long... I was obviously raised Catholic. That's why right. I know that song. It'd be weird if I knew that song. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was like, I really wanted to be a priest until I was like 12. And then I realized like, oh, I just want to be the only person talking in a room. Yeah. 
success stand-up comedy <laughs> but yeah my yeah her dad wanted to be a pastor he just wanted he felt a calling and then they put him in a house they sort of sequestered him to like <laughs> learn about god and then you would just hear them all you know bumping uglies all night long and he got out of there so good for him there we go do you know what this reminds me of is Ooh. so quitting a job quitting a job can be terrifying yes. i think yes i worked for two years at a tv production it was right when i moved to new york city i got a job faked my way as i've always gotten all my jobs yes uh, including stand-up comedy into uh, a job at a tv production company way cool and they made commercials yes and i was the office manager Made $24,000 a year. Pretty and good. Pretty good. When you're 22, pretty good. Not bad. And, After uh, taxes, that's like 11 grand. <laughs> that's, like a half, that's like a 97 Miata in the driveway <laughs> with four roommates. And, uh, and I was kind of getting like, I had an icky feeling about TV in general at the time. <laughs> okay. I did. And yeah. I went and saw Fight Club. And... I hated Fight Club. Yeah. To a depth in my soul. Yeah. So much. And at the time, I I considered myself a a little bit of a punk rocker, if you will. Obviously. Look at this guy. And I I saw Fight Club, (laughs) and I was like, they are confusing revolution for machismo. (laughs) No. No. No, sir. And no. I, and I was like, who made this movie? I hate this movie. And, uh, and it was David Fincher. The best director right? of his era. Number one. It was David really Fincher. Really good. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and so I went home and I looked him up on my dial-up clamshell. Uh, <laughs> and I saw that he had mainly done commercials before that. And I was like, this is what, this is the road commercials lead you to. Jesus, Kurt. <laughs> Jesus, it's not that bad of a movie. <laughs> I've never seen it since I saw it in the theater. That's pretty good. I have good. no idea. I, mean, I probably would love it now. I'd probably be like, yeah, of course. Uh, that's a metaphor. pretty good. Uh, yeah. I mean, the- I wouldn't paint the walls with it. It's pretty good. <laughs> Brad Pitt, very attractive in that movie. <laughs> the very next, the very next day. Yes. Went in, quit my job. Because <laughs> I was like, I cannot be part of the same industry. Oh, Kurt, No. That no, made Kurt. Fight Club. Dear God. I need to dedicate my life to teaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. And there was a family. It was a mom and pop production company. They were like so hurt. They're like, why are you quitting? And I couldn't tell them because of Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I just, like, said, like, I have to teach. I'm so sorry. I li- must leave now. I have to teach. And so then the next day, I went down to, like, get registered with the Board of Education in New York. This to is become insane, Kurt. a substitute teacher. You wanted to make less money. <laughs> to make less money. Because at the time, you could be a substitute. You could get, like, hired as a substitute yeah. teacher, and they immediately would slot you in because they needed teachers. Yeah. And, uh, and I went through the whole thing. And they're like, this looks great. Your resume looks great. We can totally place you. Uh-huh. We just need to do a background check on you. Oh, and I boy. was like, great. Uh, how oh, long does that take? And they're like, it's about six months. Oh, yeah. Somebody knew. And I was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. there's not my job yesterday. <laughs> and they're like, well, we'll be in touch in six months. This was in 1998, of course. Uh, and so it took a very long time to run fingerprints, apparently. And yes. And so then I was like, I can't not work for six months. So I needed to find a, a way to make money. And okay. I got an email that day. Okay. Uh, 
offering me to be a monkey for a production. Like you had to pretend to be a monkey. You were an actor. In you were addition, a paid actor. Yeah, in addition to pretending to be a monkey, they would give me a monkey suit. Oh, that's all right. That's a good start, honestly. You're halfway yeah. there yeah. after that. And it was, it was for like some crawl pro- some uh, production company that like put reels online. That was what it did in nineteen ninety. Oh boy! And so I go in, and they literally—it's a professional like puppet maker. Mm-hmm. He scans my face. This is nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. He scans my face, yeah. then makes a thermal plaster mold of my face. This monkey can only be worn by me now. Oh, cool! Yeah, and then I put it on for the first time, and I realized that it has a bright blue dick. Okay. We're not that kind of podcast. Okay. That can be pulled out to like 18 inches long. <laughs> that's a lot of blue. That's a, that's a lot of That's, that's a, a lot, lot of blue. That's a lot of blue. Yeesh. That's a lot of blue. And the whole thing was that this production company, their like mascot was this actually real monkey that has a blue dick and red bright red balls. What? Yes, it's real. Does anybody know that monkey? Wait, somebody said yes. Someone said yes. Yeah. The monkey person, yeah, you know. Uh, Wait, what company is this? It was they, they put reels online for, like, directors before that existed. Oh. Do you know what I mean? It was, like, quick time files that you have to wait eight hours, and then you could watch 30 seconds. And you're like, well, I'm going to hire that person yeah. based on that 30 seconds. Where's your Red Nards video? <laughs> you have to have Red Nards. They're number one. And so his plan for marketing for this new company, Dear it was a startup, God, was Kurt. that I would, he bought me a ticket to this producer's gala at the Met. It was a seven nice. in 1999. It was nice. a $700 ticket. I was living in a, 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 an apartment that cost $500 a month. Yes. Uh, he rented me a tuxedo. He put the monkey costume in a suitcase, and then I was supposed to walk into the Met in a, in a, in a tux, then get dressed Insane. as the monkey, yes. and then run around and like assault people. Cool. It was a different time, pre internet. This pre internet. And then a pho- oh, it is, it's post-internet. Post-internet. And then a photographer, a photographer would take our picture and then give <laughs> you a business card saying you can see your photo with the monkey at this website. And who wouldn't? And that, and that website was their website. So that was their whole plan. Okay, good plan. This is going somewhere. Don't worry. No, I love this story. Are you kidding me? So I get to the Met. I have a suitcase for a, a gala at the Met. Hold on. How old are you? 23? 23. Oh, boy. Yeah. I get there, and they're like, you can't come in with the suitcase. Uh, and I'm like, of course I can't. Makes total sense. The guy who was like, company was, he was like, I can't believe this. Yeah. And I was like, well, this, you didn't think this through. Yeah, bad plan. Bad plan from the jump. Not and, smart. And he's like, okay, so you, so you, oh, hang out. We'll go to the after party. You'll dress up as the monkey at the after party. And I was like, okay. And so then I walk into this party. I've never been to the fucking Met. Never been. Nobody it's, has. It's... <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> that's it. Oh, AOC. AOC. It. It, and this is not the Met Gala, but it is a gala at the Met. Just FYI. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These days, <laughs> not that's all what they're Met wearing. Ga- not all galas at the Met or the Met Gala, you know? All right. I think Lil Nas X would look pretty cool <laughs> in that suit. I think he could pull it off. <laughs> And so I go in, and it's open bar, and everything is free. There's oh sushi. For, just to know, free sushi. Yeah. So I walked around Always for safe. 8 p.m. to midnight, eating sushi and drinking <laughs> for the whole time. <laughs> That's pretty like good. Like, looking at art, just fucking wasted. 
Yeah. And then this guy comes up to me. He's like, we're going to the after party. And I was like, I thought you were joking about yeah, that. Yeah, not a good plan. We go to the after party at midnight. It's empty. It's one of those big box clubs on like 41st Street. Yeah, cool people don't side. go to those parties. No. Uh-uh. Yes. And so then nobody's there. He's like, you got to wait. And I was like, no problem. He's like, it's open bar, though. And I was like, do they have sushi? You know, I'm drinking 40s of Mickey's at this point. Like, the fact oh. that, like, it's just open bar. I'm going crazy. And then at 2 a.m., it starts filling up. He's like, it's go time. And I was just like, I go into the bathroom, get completely nude. To change it to the monkey outfit. Kurt likes Not being necessary. Nude. Kurt likes being nude. I I've seen like him naked. Nude. I've seen him naked. Three times. <laughs> Once at Auto Shrunken Head, if anybody's been here a long time. <laughs> Kurt goes, hey, Scotty. He's playing the Baywatch pinball machine. And he goes, hey, Scotty. And he looks down. His hands are on the buttons for the flippers. And his uh, testicles are just on the Baywatch pinball machine. Third time I'm not out. proud of it. I mean, it was I a younger it. time. Yeah. <laughs> and so nice. I get in the monkey outfit. I run around. I am just <laughs> drunk. And like people are psyched. Of course they this, are. That this dick can come out. So they're like pulling the dick out and dancing around. And, yeah. And I'm dancing. They're taking the photos. They do whatever. Two to four. I dance with people on the dance floor. As the monkey. It's fine. I get out. Crazy. I put my. I put my. This is the craziest ending. I can't believe it all happened in one night. Yeah. I put my tux back on. I start walking. Yes. Uh, to the to the subway. I'm in a tux. The guy paid me $200 for the night. I was yeah. m- more money than I had in my pocket in a long time. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, I got $200 in cash in my pocket. I'm, I'm in a tux, uh, walking. And, uh, and this was recently when uh, Ju- after Giuliani had, like, shut down prostitution in Times Square. And so a Lexus pulls up next to me, mm. and the window rolls down. Can you imagine? And a woman is at the driver's seat. Thank you. And- <laughs> <laughs> it's allowed in New York City. <laughs> And she just goes, hey, you want to go somewhere? And I was like, I need to go to Brooklyn. Cool. (laughs) And she's like, no, do you want to go somewhere? And she lifts her leg up, and she has no pants on. She just has like a a belt that has little metal medallions that was like covering her crotch. And like shows that she has no pants on. She's like, no, you want to go somewhere? And I was like, I do want to go to Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, will you drive me to Brooklyn? How much is Because I that? do not want to get on the A train right now, then transfer to the F. I'm not going to no, get home until God. 7 in the morning. Four. And she was like, no, and just drove away. And then I was like, ah, I wish. Not great. Not great. Well, it was a happy ending. Also, by the way, can anybody at the bar grab us a Tito's and soda? Two Tito's we'll, and we'll soda? We'll pay you back. Yeah, yeah we'll pay Tito's you back. And two sodas. Tito's and soda, anybody. As we keep going, when Kurt and I were really early friends. We lived in the same neighborhood in Windsor Terrace. And uh, Kurt lived on 10th. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, no, I lived on Sherman Street between Sherman. 10th and 11th. Yeah. So we found out we were, like, I was really trying to impress Kurt. I wanted him to think I was a funny guy. And then one day he's like, I'm home. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm home. And I had been, I had thrown a party and somebody had left a six pack of um, uh, like a orthodox, um, kosher beer. Uh-huh. Kosher beer. Ooh, okay. so good. Ooh, Hebrew beer. Hebrew. 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 
So I wasn't going to drink it alone. So at 11 or 12 uh, in the morning, I walk over to Kurt's stoop and we're sitting there. And Kurt um, sometimes doesn't hear quite that oh, well. No. Uh-uh. And so we're just, I'm just like, let me just talk to this guy. We'll drink this really shitty beer together on the stoop. We'll become best friends if this is how it works. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I was talking about something that fell apart or I'd lost a job or whatever. And I was like, and I'm bummed. I said, well, I'm bummed. And Kurt goes, you have drugs? <laughs> I go, no, I'm bummed. He goes, oh, and just opens another beer. I'm like, wait a second. I'm not going to know this guy for very long. Drugs? Again, I was a bad person it, back, back then. Back then, wild card. Person. You want one? What? Yeah, Story? I want one. Give me, give me one. Are you do kidding it? me? Do I want one? We love doing the podcast. Charlie yeah, Fromage. Charlie Fromage. And sorry to make somebody do a chore, but we're just far away from the bar. Yeah. Speaking of, uh huh, Charlie. When he dies on the stage, it's so sad. If you have Amazon Prime oh for one hundred and forty dollars, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, so you. Much. great shirt. Thank you. What is your name? Carolyn, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, these are glass. Carolyn rocks. We That's love so Carolyn. Fancy. Amazon Prime, $140. You can have yeah. your own Charlie Fromage. There you go. Uh, booze in space. Booze in space. How the universe is absolutely drowning in the hard stuff. What? There's alcohol in space, y'all. <laughs> That's why the billionaires are going. <laughs> yeah, right? They're nerds. All the billionaires are like one smearing off ice in, then they're like, meh, puke on themselves. <laughs> This was sent to by so many bananas. The first I saw was Established Goods. You're not here, are you, Established Goods? Established Goods? Goods? Somebody lied. Okay. Who's Established Goods? There. There's a lot of people. He's at home like, damn it. He's in Gas City being like, come on. <laughs> 10,000 light years away from Earth. All right. I, uh, we're not going. Um, I didn't. I never we're not making it. Yeah, there is a massive cloud of alcohol. It's space booze. This what? is real. What? Oh, this was in Mental Floss, written by nobody. Oh, excuse me, written by Lucas Riley. Who's the? Lucas Riley's a good name. Lucas Riley probably is the best in the biz. Mm-hmm. Uh, space booze discovered near the constellation Aquila. I'm looking at it every night. <laughs> you kidding me? The first thing I do right when the sun sets, I go, "Let's go see Aquila for a this second. This cloud of alcohol is one thousand times larger than the diameter of our solar system. No, what? <laughs> Wait, where'd they say alcohol? There's a cloud of ethanol? Like, what, it, what do they mean? Is it vodka? Is it Tito's? <laughs> Wouldn't you drink space booze like that? Are you oh. fucking kidding me? This is from 10,000 miles away. 10,000 yeah. light years away. Yeah. This that's... is from what? 10,000? That's what before. That's prehistory, right? I don't know. Anybody know time? Here's a stat. This is why Lucas Riley, who I almost forgot, is the mm-hmm. best in the beeswax, because the cloud is 1,000 times larger than the diameter of our solar system. It contains enough ethyl alcohol to fill 400 trillion, trillion <laughs> pints of beer. <laughs> so Lucas goes further. To, to down that much alcohol, every person on Earth, so the 10,000 of us here, every person on Earth would have to drink 
300,000 pints a day for one billion years. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it sounds like a reason to move the earth into position. Nobody quits. Nobody Just drives. if you went outside and just vodka was constantly pouring from the sky. Oh, sadly for this interstellar pub crawl, the cloud is 48 quadrillion miles away. <laughs> there comes a point. Quadrillion. Okay, we're pro-science on the podcast. We have lots of STEM. We love science. We love science. But Big there comes a point things. where you go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> 48 quadrillion miles away? That's so far. It also yeah. doesn't make any sense. Okay. People don't even stand, understand what a billion is. I don't understand what a quadrillion is. Yes, I know. That's just a thing you exaggerate. You're like, oh, my God, I could eat a quadrillion taster tots right now. Taster tots? <laughs> taster tots. Why aren't they Whoa, called taster tots? I got tonight. That makes more taster sense tots. than tater tots. I got drunk early. Whoopsie. It's going to be fun signing posters later. I'm going to be like, Linda, Lisa, you're my favorite. Uh, Most of it is undrinkable. Can you believe it? Why? Uh, Why? So here, I'm just going to cut to the chase because this is the best deet. Okay. Now, if you are wondering what these space spirits might taste and smell like, Sagittarius B2 has the answer. That's a constellation. Okay, great. The cloud contains ethyl formate, an ester that helps give raspberries their taste and smells like rum. What? It seems, then, the center of our galaxy may taste and smell like (laughs) raspberry-flavored rum. (laughs) We gotta go! (laughs) I see you two over there. Are those okay? My back's to you so much. I'm going to look over here a lot. What are your names? Left? I have to do that. I have to do that with you, too, JP, great name. Shelly? <laughs> Shayna. JP and Shayna. All right, what are you two? We're dedicating it to you two. <laughs> Dark Corners. So sorry. I hope you're having fun. You're wonderful people. Claudia and, and Gil. Claudia and Gil. There we go. All so, right. yeah, if we can get to the center of the universe, we can have raspberry rum for all. Oh, isn't that crazy? That's I never insane. heard that before. But it's got to be frozen, right? It's not, li- it's not liquid. No, it's liquid. What? It's liquid. It's I a, don't believe it. Oh, because of its own heat? Well, it's a gas. Of, it's a gas? Oh, my God. I once got, I once got Kristen Shaw a gift for Christmas, which was an alcohol vape. Yes. Have you I guys remember ever that. seen this? Yes. I remember that so well. Yeah. She didn't know what to do. No. So you would pour alcohol into this, like, sphere. Like, you pour vodka into the sphere, and you had little straws, and then you would light a candle underneath of it, I don't think it worked. And then no. you would just inhale the air that came off of... I think you're just boiling liquor and inhaling its steam. Sounds so much but better than sold. drinking delicious cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Yes. Want to hear a little story? I do. Are you kidding me? Okay. I was, you know, so St. Patrick's Day 2018. Who remembers it? Before the great quarantine, um, I was working at a friend's house. We were in Los Angeles. He's, uh, his then fiance and her best friend were like, we're going to go post up at a bar. We said, great. Mm-hmm. We're going to meet you after we're done writing. We go at 5 p.m. We go to Birds. Okay. You know, not the best bar. Also, not Irish. Also, what were we doing there? So we're drinking car bombs. So we're drinking whiskey. We're, ha- we're getting annihilated. It's fun. The sun goes down. We go to the bar next door. Yeah. 
We go upstairs to the loft. I think it's called Franklin Code. None of this matters to anybody here. I just like details. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so we go upstairs to the loft, and it's like a really cool, nice group of people, and I'm very drunk. And I start talking to this woman who had just gotten dumped. And she was, like, in a bad place, like, that day or the day before. And she was really lost. I think he was a DJ, which is, you know. <laughs> Those Boy. burn the most. Oh, and when DJ Mustard drops you, ooh, you can't enjoy a if hot dog ever again. there is someone named DJ Mustard Oh, he's huge. There. Is DJ Mustard bi- real? <laughs> oh, the world is a beautiful and absurd place. So... So, uh, you know, we're all drinking, we're socializing. It was that kind of drunk, we were just saying hey to everybody. And I'm talking yeah. to this nice young woman, and she's, like, upset. And, and I'm walking her through it. I'm like, listen, nobody's going to break up with you if they don't really like you. And the best thing you can do is move on. Like, delete his social media. Move on. Get out of here. And she, she's affected. She's very much like, thank you for this. Like, I was giving her full attention. Yeah. And it gets to the point in that conversation we're having, those sort of, like, heart-to-hearts with strangers, where she's like, thanks, Scotty. And she, like, touches my arm. And I'm like, okay, so now we're friends. And she's like, so anyways, what have you been up to? And I was like, well, I just got back from Las Vegas. She's like, what were you doing there? I was like, I was doing Frasier Ween 2. So I've talked about this on the podcast, but for anybody who doesn't know. Tell I us about a- Frasier Ween. I created a holiday called Frasier Ween. I created with Mamrie Hart and Flew LeBorg, who you Mm -hmm. know very well. And basically, it can't be on... There's three rules. It can't be on Halloween. Somebody has to dress like Frasier from the show Frasier. (laughs) But multiple people can. And then every other person there has to dress like some part or essence of Frasier. So we've had tossed salads. We've had the dog. We've had the grandfather. Mamrie was the recliner that the grandfather's John sits in. <laughs> and so I say to this nice young woman who we just had this really beautiful conversation with, I just got done Frasier Ween. She goes, what's that? I go, I was Frasier. We went to Vegas. We partied, saw Kenny Loggins. We got drunk all night, went to Benihana. Then we went to the stratosphere because it's kind of like the Space Needle in Seattle. And we got drunk. It's a bar crawl. It's a Frasier-themed bar crawl. Yeah. And she, her face is so, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, after you just, like, helped her through this whole thing? Yeah, because then she walks away, kind of pissed off and upset. What? And Adam and Chloe, who I went with drinking, show up, and they go, what was that? And they go, I just told her about Fraser Ween. They go, that's Greer Grammer. That's, that's Kelsey Grammer's daughter. <laughs> So after giving Greer Grammer relationship advice, I was like, remember all that sensitive shit I said? Here, let me just go fuck you. I pretend to be a drunk man with my friends. I swear to God. I go, who's Greer Grammer? That's Kelsey Grammer's daughter. And I go, I am so sorry. And she's just like like scowling at me in the corner. She's glaring at me like a woman in Brooklyn on Fifth Avenue. It was crazy. Isn't that insane? It's so insane. I love it so much. I felt so bad. I've seen her twice since. We're cool. But I was like, I didn't know who you were. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I just have interests. I have interests that nobody else has, apparently. (laughs) But let me tell you about the Mr. Belvedere (laughs) Bonathon. We're not doing that one. (laughs) Well, it's a boneless wing eating. It's fine. We won't do it. We won't do it. You told me about this. Everybody know that there's a thing called the Mr. Belvedere because Mr. Belvedere sat on his testicles during a table read and they had to cancel yes. the show for a week? 
In television, there's there's terms yeah. in t- in television when you're on set, and one of them is called a Belvedere, which is when a table read gets pushed because the actor that played Lynn Belvedere on a show that most of you were not alive for, <laughs> when he came to a table read, he sat so hard, he sat on his own nuts, and then could not do the table read. Cancel the table read. So right. just work it into your own there life. You, go. you Belvedere in your own yeah, in your yeah. own way. You want me to tease us to a break, Scotty? We should tease into a break. Here we Everybody, go. thank you for coming out to Bananas, Bananas Live. You're doing great so far. Hit the bar. We don't mind. Shoot pics. We don't mind. Here it is. Brazilian cow set for slaughter. Escapes to water park. Rides the slide. Adopted by owner. Whoa! We'll be right back with a little more bananas. Guys, welcome. Back to Bananas. Brooklyn, thank you so much for coming out. So wonderful to be here. Two quick shout-outs, if you don't mind. Okay, quick shout-outs. Quick shout-outs. Charlie and Mike uh, are not here. Charlie and Mike had tickets. Uh, Charlie is a woman. They had tickets to our show in Indianapolis. They couldn't become uh, come because their friend's dog, Frank, ran away. They spent the entire oh, night looking for Frank. a dog. I think they found Frank. Francis! So, just, so and uh, I think it was Mike's birthday. Happy birthday, Mike. I know everybody here is like, who's Mike? We don't care. We like dogs. Frank the dog, I hope you found him. We'll be back to the White Rabbit. We had a wonderful time. Um, and they, this is, um, honestly, this has just been so fun to be back in Brooklyn with all of you. It's a perfect night. I see a lot of familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Finally, Megan told us that Chris from Philly is here as part of his birthday. Is Chris, are you here from Philly? Happy birthday, Chris. Do you remember the birthday song? I can I can help you. Yeah, yeah, like tell me. Banana boys wish you happy birthday, happy birthday. You happy birthday. Oh, and I wanted to add a clap. Banana boys wish you happy birthday, happy birthday. You happy birthday all damn day. Okay, great. Uh, wonderful. So we don't get sued. We're going to get better. The clap in the middle is going to really, you know, zhuzh it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Want to do Longest Banana? Oh, yeah. Let's do Longest Banana. Who came from the farthest away? Who thinks that they came to tonight's show from further than anybody else here? Where, where are you from? Denver. Oh. Wait, did you come here for the show? Okay. <laughs> I see hands. Who came here for the show? What you got in the back? Philly. Philly. Yeah. Who can be Philly? The you two. Bethlehem, Bethlehem Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Steel I was there country. once. Where? Boston. Is Boston yeah. further than Bethlehem? Yeah, Boston's farther. Albany. Albany's far. Boston, I think, beats Albany, right? Who we got? Albany's further than Boston. This woman is a cartographer. She knows. We'll get you. Don't worry. I see you. I'm trusting the cartographer. Sue me. Sue me. Make a map. Young lady. Where are you from? 
North, North Carolina, Carolina for the show? Lie to us, yeah. Whoa! Ukraine, but for the show? Ukraine I can't. Cool. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I okay. look at where people That's listen to the show. No one in Ukraine listens to this show. We have yet to have anybody <laughs> from the Ukraine be like, we listen to your show. We've had Saudi Arabia call the banana phone. He goes, holy shit, you're the most famous man I've ever talked to. I go, well, what do you want to talk about? Hung up. <laughs> Just wanted to hear me go banana phone. Okay, so wait. North Carolina's North up North Carolina. Anybody else can beat North Carolina? Other, Los no. Angeles? For the show? No. Yeah. Because we had a show in Los Angeles. If we, you flew here for this, this is a bad choice. Oh, it's okay. We appreciate being here. We're we not shitting on you. We, we love, love you. You're wonderful. On. We never shit on anybody. Are you kidding me? We can't even see your face, we don't even but we know can who see you your are. white collar, and so I know you're good people. Oh, we love Edmund Hawkins. I Ed, love are you Edmund. here? Edmund? No? Yeah, yeah there he is. Yeah, right. That's an Edmund response. Anybody Very else quiet. beats North Let's Carolina do. going once? Back, 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 young lady, young sir. S- Sweden? Sweden's pretty good. It is, but for the I show... I see you in the back. Hand up. If you came to Sweet from Sweden for the show, you can have everything. Yeah. You can host and the you show. Can. You can split it with the woman from the Ukraine. True. I, I see a young human in the back. Who we got? Sweden, too. Sweden again. But when did you get here? A week ago. A week ago. I think North Carolina wins. I think so, too. So we North Sweden. Carolina. North Carolina. Come on up here. This is a book. It's Mary Roach's book, Fuzz, signed by Mary Roach. <laughs> Birthday Chris, too. All right, Scotty, you ready for... Oh, wait, that's what we have to do. We, we have a special a guest. We have a guest. We have a guest, and she's wonderful. And that's the highest sign of honor <laughs> if you are a Bananimals guest. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're very excited to bring out a very funny comedian on stage right comedian. now. Ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Pilkis. There we go. Hi. How are you? Nice to meet you. Welcome. <laughs> Hannah flew in. Hi. I, I just met you. I'm kidding. I know <laughs> Hannah, so I hug her. Kurt doesn't, so they shake hands. Yeah. I shake hands first meeting. I hug second meeting. Yeah, we're not creeps. And I like that about you. Thank you so much, Hannah. Welcome nice to, to meet you. All right, now we can hug. <laughs> okay. Uh, and Hannah, would you like a beverage? Do you, would you like an alcoholic Fuck beverage? Yeah. What would you like? I don't know. Vodka, <laughs> tequila soda. What's vodka? Vodka soda. Oh, I'll do vodka. A vodka, please. If anybody, thank you. Look at them. I thought you were just going to ask someone from the audience. It happens to give me their a lot. It sometimes happens. It we does did a sometimes lot of shots happens. in Indianapolis. Not good. Welcome you just flew in. You just flew in. You just got here from the airport, right? Just, just like got here me. from beautiful Newark. Oh, oh, gorgeous this time here. Gorgeous. Let's give it up for Newark. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a city that never once took a nap. <laughs> no, they don't nap. That's the actual logo Too for the city. Working. 
too busy. <laughs> Actually, it's better than Trenton's logo, which is Here what Trenton makes the world right. takes. Oh, yeah! Thank you. <laughs> wow. All right. So, Happy to have you here. Thank you so much for coming to the show. Welcome to So we're going to tell you some stories and we're going to talk about them. How about that? I love it. Way right. cool. Are you ready for this one? You're up. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Again, just to remind you what it is. Let me turn that flashing light off. Brazilian cow set for slaughter escapes to water park. Ride slide gets adopted by owner. Yeah. How on earth? Here Let's it is. Let's do this. Uh, this was sent in by Emily K. She's great. Underscore her. X. She's here, right? Emily, where are you? <laughs> Honestly, if you were born between 85 and 95, your name are is you really Emily. Are you really here? You're Emily. Yeah. Every yeah. woman's name is Emily. No. They would really be yelling if they were. Okay. Thank you. Uh, and this was uh, in the New York Post. We don't love taking from the New York Post, yeah, but surprisingly, Bill, right? they uh, publish a lot of stories we cover. Yeah. I mean, is that surprising? <laughs> no, I always am like, please, Daily News. Please also have covered it. Please also. Nope. All right. I'm doing it for no, the No, but post. this is on page one about a Brazilian <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? They get to it. This is by Paula Froelich, who is... Oh, no. Go louder. Look, go so stupid. One, two, three. I like that you asked for a second, because I was like, that first one was loud already. All right. I know my people. Everybody loves a water slide, even Brazilian cows. (laughs) True. Also not true. All right. Not true. Not everybody loves a water slide. All right, Paula. Yeah, relax, Paula. (laughs) In a dramatic and bizarre run for freedom, a cow pegged for slaughter escaped from a cattle ranch 500 miles west of Rio de Janeiro this week. Heard of it. And bolted to an adjacent water park. Okay. Once there. The cow climbed the stairs. Unbelievable. That's the part you're wowed by, not escaping slaughter. (laughs) No. He was in prison. He's out of prison. Now he just walks up some stairs. Yes, but apparently he has opposable thumbs. Yeah. (laughs) can climb a ladder. Absolutely. He climbed the the stairs, unfortunately, of a water slide and slowly slid down into the pool. (laughs) I mean, that's so funny. I would die. I want to show you this photo of him looking. I don't know why they have so many shots of it. But do you see the cow's face? Do like no. looking at you? No, I can't see do it. Do you it's guys see long. the cow's face? Is that? He needs the cow's face is this big. But, but he's having fun. Him, he's beautiful. Wow. How did he know? Reincarnation, right? Surprisingly, the slide. Reincarnation. Which only is supposed to hold 450 pounds held firm under the bovine 700-pound frame. Wow. The cow earned a lifelong reprieve. Reprieve. <laughs> The old repeat. Taster tots. That's his taster tots. The owner, according to iHeartRadio, said the animal will become the family pet. Yeah, hell yeah. Story over. Oh, Oh, wait. Wow. Its name is now Tobo... Tobo... You a little lit? Toboga, (laughs) which means slide in Portuguese. There it is. Oh, very nice. That's lovely. Oh, it's beautiful. Have you ever had a horrible uh, water park experience in your life? Or a cow experience? Or a Brazilian? So sunburned you couldn't move the next day? Um, I had a uh, vaguely reminiscent of class action park moment. Yes. That's what I was going to talk about. Let's give it up for the park that killed people. (laughs) Are you from there? Uh, I'm from from New York and Philly. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yes. 
<laughs> Everybody's going to move to Philly. Manhattan's going to be underwater. Philly's we all know this. Everybody's Philly's on Philly. the up and up. It really yeah. is. Philly's, Philly's cool. cool as hell. Nobody's talking about no, it. No, not <laughs> one person, but that person. Thank you. Uh, no, I went to a Six Flags near like Trenton, and um, I was it's a good one. Thirteen years old, and I was living. I was with my boyfriend at the time. Oh boy! And then uh, we got off the the water slide, and I don't know. I think I was so excited that he was with me, and I didn't realize my whole vag was out. Whole vag? Whoa! <laughs> Cut to the chase. That's for how face. long? The for bottoms how? had been taken from me. Yeah, the secret's <laughs> over. Minutes before. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, that's and I normal. went to hug him, and re- and he realized that my. <laughs> So I went to press my sort of loose, open vagina. <laughs> and he's 13, too? <laughs> and he's 13, so and he's, he's going, fully hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, so he's hard. He's, he's like, water, slide, so he's like water slides are amazing. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's, an, he's, a, he's Sebastian Maniscalco. He's like, wah, wah, wee, wah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. That's pretty yeah. good, showing the whole park. My, my, the my old snooter is a pretty good thing to do. <laughs> Did you call it a snooter? Oh, oh I was. I used to. I used to have a joke about calling it a snooter. Thank you. Um, you did. Yes, I used to have a joke about calling it a snooter, and then this was many, many years ago. Oh boy, many years ago. This is when I go down. <laughs> uh, and I had a joke about it, and I only told it a couple times on stage. Yes. Um, and I think it was like Snuffleupagus's vagina. That's what it was. <laughs> And Kurt uh, started comedy at a very different at a very different time. <laughs> it took two years before. Didn't Eugene Merman say something like, "Just do stand up"? Yeah. What did he say? No, he literally said after like I had been doing stand up for like years. He he saw me perform and he went, "This is the first time I've seen you perform that I understood what you were saying." <laughs> <laughs> you always like your peers' feedback. You want to know. You want to know. Oh man. And so, and I met a woman. And we happen to go back to her home. Sounds good. And uh, things happened. Fun. Okay. Uh, in listening. the biblical sense, uh, we read the Bible. And biblical during Bible studies, as they call it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. She looked at me. She looked me in the eye. And she, using my first name, said, "Kurt, fuck my snooter." <laughs> That's Thinking different. it would be funny. Women are but funny. In, as thinking it'd be hot? No, thinking it would be funny. Funny. Okay. She thought it would be funny. Fuck and instead, my, my penis disappeared into dust. Yeah. And then we were just rubbing sand together at that point. <laughs> good night. It's but good you night. both achieved orgasm somehow. <laughs> somehow it was good. transcendent. It was like, <laughs> ah, whoa. Over. I got to go. It was Dune in what year? <laughs> yeah. it was I'm calling Arecibo yeah. right now. <laughs> Get me out of here. Wow. That's Arecibo. not good. Uh, I pro- okay, this is a friend's story, but I'm going to tell it, and then Chelsea will talk about it. My friend was on like an early date. They went, they floated a river. They went uh-huh. tubing. Tubing's fun as hell. I wish there was more of it. It is so fun to get drunk with your friends and float oh, yeah. down a river. And she was with a guy that she hadn't been with, a, a new boyfriend. And she really had to go to the bathroom. And she was like, hey, I'm going to go pee in the woods. And he's like, okay. She's like, keep going, keep going. Oh, and no. He's like, okay. And then so she didn't have to pee. She took a sit down, as they say in pre K. <laughs> And uh, then a she sits like, dunkel, as yes, they call it in Yes, and so, so then she pushes out into the river and she sees what her deposit, <gasps> as they say at the bank, and it's ahead of her. No. And, uh, no. 
Oh, she she did an aqua dump? She, she took an aqua dump. Okay. She had to do it. I don't like this for her. And so then she looks up at the group of people that had already gone down, and there's <laughs> her boyfriend standing at the turn. <laughs> no! And about 10 feet in front of her is, uh, <laughs> you know, yesterday's dinner. And uh, it's like, obviously, like, like farting in front of your boyfriend, horrifying, but yes. a full shit floating <laughs> past you. Yeah, and so it's getting there first. And so, like, what are you going to do? Like, you can only tube so fast. <laughs> Holy smoke. So he saw it. Oh. She's now marrying another guy. <laughs> Sounds about right. But, you know, it happens. These things happen. Uh, you got to so go cool. when you got to go. Yeah, absolutely. It's not her fault. She was feeling it. Uh, <laughs> it's not like masturbating. You're not like, I can't wait to shit. Yeah. I'm not going in the woods to ring the doorbell. I got nature's calling. Uh, Scotty, you told a story on a minisode many uh, a year or two ago. Okay. And it's still, it, I think about it every single time I, anyone says tubing. Um, and would you just please just tell the highlights of the story of the guy who was on acid and then saw manatee? It's our best one. Oh, it's our best one. This is. So, okay. So, and also we've switched our minisodes to confessions. Oh, shit, we forgot a confession. Oh, my God, we forgot for confessions. Lisa, our wonderful uh, intern, can you bring the confessions back uh, Lisa, up to us. Lisa. We, we're going to do some bananas confessions too because we had switched because yeah. we had so many good stories right out of the gate that they, we, we haven't been able to beat them. Yeah. Including a guy goes tubing. Okay. And it's his it's first. It's a buddy time. of Scotty's. No, no, no. This, no. Was, this was submitted. This was oh. a user submitted. Oh, my God. One. That's right. So, so this guy, for anybody to. Yes, the guy on acid. <laughs> so. <laughs> true banana. You know it's up. That was funny. <laughs> if only we had more fuzz to give. Um. I wish I could a banana. So we got the story. And so we used to do minisodes where people would write in and send us the craziest things that happened to him. This gentleman goes tubing. He takes acid for the first time. He takes way too much acid. He's tubing for six hours. He's in Florida. He's having an amazing time. First off. He sees a manatee. Wow. On acid? Wow. tube with your friends? What do you want to do? First impulse. Hug. Hug it. Hug it. Hug a sea cow? Hell yeah. Of course you do. You're it's hugging hot. yourself on your own deathbed saying, it's been worth it. I love you. You're beautiful. He swims over to it. He hugs it. It's been dead and rotten. He hugs right through it. No. On acid, he hugs through a dead manatee and then was shell-shocked for like 12 more hours. <laughs> If you don't listen that, to bananas, no, maybe you should. There's no breathing exercises that could bring you back from that acid no. trip. Acid? No. It doesn't matter stuff. if the drugs end. You're you're done. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty, oh. pretty bad. When I was 17, I um, oh, yeah. took... <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't get so excited about the age part. True, uh, true. <laughs> I'm not even going to joke about it. She's right. Hannah is right. <laughs> when I was 17. Too young. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Say 25. <laughs> when I Too was young. 25, 17. Too young. <laughs> Don't let this guy hear that part. God. I, um, I took acid. Don't tell my mom. All it's right. A, she's uh, going to hear this. She's a banana. She listens to bananas. Is Hannah's mom here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that checks out. Down. I've never met her. No, and it was all your mom's face. <laughs> 
And I, I took acid, and for the entire night, I walked with an imaginary cane because I thought I had a leg injury. <laughs> you were like, I'm, something's wrong. Yeah, so but I But you were like, like just doing like the, this? Like, I'll show you. Okay. You just, we like a reenactment. Wait for me. <laughs> wow. It was a hike. Yeah. It was more of a staff, really. <laughs> the first time I got yeah. dosed when I was 11 years old. When I was 11 years old. What? What? You never, what? I got dosed on acid Too when I was young. 11. My mom just flipped her casserole when she hears this. So um, I was at a friend's house, and these older guys were like, gave us um, frescas. And, you know, pretty cool. <laughs> a fre- with the older a guys. fresco when you're 11? Come on. That's Group like going to the Indy 500. 500 times. <laughs> and so they were like, hey. And then Tool's first album came out. Remember Tool? Tool's a oh. pretty good band. Oh, no. So the big oh, hit no. single was Sober. And so all these 16, 17, 18-year-olds are shooting pool in my friend's basement. And we are 11. He was 13. I was 11. He was 13. And so we're shooting pool, and they're all staring at us, and they're, like, smiling and laughing. And I'm like, what's up? And they were like, we dosed you. And we said, with what? And they said, acid. And I was 11. Oh, no. I was in 7th or 8th grade. It was somewhere between 7th and 8th grade, I guess. Oh, my God. And I didn't know what it meant. I thought it was acid, like, meaning, like, I was going to burn from the inside out (laughs) and have nothing left between my mouth noodle and my butt noodle <laughs> and so I didn't understand and I weigh I was I was short I I didn't grow till 10th grade so I was like 5'4 and I had just taken a dose of acid in a fresca and I'm trying to be cool around the older kids cornball was there you, you guys know all those guys cornball was there cornball is that a man shit. is that a man <laughs> yes <laughs> well yes uh and so we start shooting pool to be cool, you know, 11 years old, shooting pool, and Tool is playing at full volume in the speakers. Sounds like a Shel Silverstein rhyme. It was. <laughs> shooting pool to be cool as you do. And then one of the guys who's shirtless, oh no, he wasn't shirtless, he was wearing a lacrosse jersey, which was like a tank top. He goes, Scotty, you seeing anything? And I go, what do you mean? And I look in the corner and there's these giant hornets just cl- crawling out of the corner of the thing. I go, I'm seeing giant bees. I'm seeing giant bees, and they're laughing so hard. They oh. think this is the funniest thing ever. I oh. want to kill these people. Yeah, well, two of them are dead, so. <laughs> they took care of themselves. Survivor. Yeah, Karma nature, took care of them. Nature won. Yeesh. You live long enough, it comes back around. Weirdly, one of them died by being attacked by giant bees. Yes, <laughs> strange enough. And so... My friend was 13 and very nervous also, and so we crawl under the pool table, and then the sound of billiard balls hitting was like (gasps) anvils smashing into each other. And we start crying, because we're little kids, and they're laughing and tools screaming. And so Kyle goes, let's go in the woods. We live, thank God, no, we live near the woods. No, don't go to the, in the woods. We walked in the woods. Of course. I want to I go back in time and say, don't go to the woods. <laughs> we went to the woods, and we were holding hands, my then best friend and I, and we stayed in the woods for six hours while my parents were at work. Oh. And then when we came back, they'd started a fire, a bonfire. I'm from Maryland. I'm, I know I'm making this sound like I'm from a remote island. <laughs> 
I'm from, from Lord of the Rings Island. <laughs> and so they were like, where you guys been? And we wanted to be like, scared for six hours. But we're like, whatever, basically, it's fine. Salamanders. And um, so we come back to this bonfire and this older lunatic named Pat, who is like true grown man, who I've talked about earlier on the pod, dumps gasoline on it. The that goes up in the air, oh. and it burned off my eyelashes. <gasps> so I'm sitting there trying to be cool. The trip is now ending. I am five foot four, 78 pounds, and I'm blinking, and I just see things in my eyes, and I go like this, and my eyebrows are just gray dust. Oh! So I'm pretty unflappable <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> Hearing Snooter would have been fine for me. <laughs> I kept story. waiting for a happy ending. Oh, well, the happy ending is I made it. That's you know, I, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now when I'm sleeping in my Tesla, I don't have a Tesla, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> and Tool comes on, I go into a panic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they did. They dosed an 11 and a 13-year-old. Oh, my God. I can't believe I've never learned that about you. I love it that you decided to pull it out at a live. Right I here. Mean to. It's beautiful. Yeah, I know. It was forced upon It me. just and comes out. Was it because of Snooter? It was because of Snooter. No, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was because of the imagery of the ashes. It was the, the acid ashes. trip, was oh, the acid trip oh. and hugging the manatee, but I was like a kid. They did it to me three other times. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm an artist. All right. Should we do, should um, we do a confessions? Let's do confessions. Lisa, do you have the did confessions? Did a confessions box? Lisa. Did any? Maggot. There we go. Here she goes. Lisa so Lisa please, helps us out with the podcast. She's wonderful. Give it a round of applause. Like. She is so wonderful. She's a great human being. She's a full Lisa's human. Lisa's the best. We talk backstage. She's awesome. She's a full human and also our intern. So never forget <laughs> it. Hell yeah. So we, these are your confessions. They're anonymous. These are real. All right. Oh, you can have these. Oh, Here thanks. we go. <laughs> Okay. I genuinely love to scissor. I don't know if that's a sin. <laughs> but you are absolved. Oh, my God. Really? You are absolved. Really? That's This great. one's fucking good. Here we go. One time, out of spite to them, I shit in my cat's You're, litter box. That's so <laughs> now, No. That is a The best part is the end. <laughs> they know what they did. Yeah. <laughs> They're gross. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a New York one. You want to hear a New York one, Curdy B? Yeah. I make faces at babies on the subway. <laughs> Terrifying <course>. faces. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> then I leave the car when they cry. Oh, my God. <laughs> or if they laugh, say, Hell Satan to the parent when I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolved, you are That's forgiven. Amazing. You are absolved and you are forgiven. <laughs> uh, when I was in eighth grade, uh, my older brother walked in on me masturbating with our dad's electric toothbrush. <laughs> I put the toothbrush back and we never spoke of it. <laughs> Doesn't matter, it's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I have so many it. questions about this one. Hit it, Hannah. In high school, I regularly used my stepfather's favorite drinking cup 
to ice my penis before sex so I could try and last longer. What? That's terrifying. First Why is all, your dick so cold? What's a favorite drinking cup? <laughs> my favorite drinking cup. Don't you dare touch that cup. It's the one I drink from. That's right. <laughs> Ooh. We love the confessions. The confessions are better than the stories. This one is really folded up like they were ashamed. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did you guys write? They wrote these These, these were in the front. Yeah, They're these here? Yeah. Wow, the plot thickens. <laughs> keep digging. I'm going to keep digging. Mm. Kerr, were you going to read one? You, you I, said something and no, then you stopped. I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't know what this is, but you guys can help me. Uh, I'm grossed out by collar... Oh, I do know what this is. I, I'm going to read what I thought this said. <laughs> I'm grossed out by collar boners. Wait, what? what it really said is I'm grossed out by collar bones, especially when they're too skinny. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You're grossed out by everyone's neck? Yeah, that's fine. You're fine. Not a problem. Up to the age of 15, I thought the word prude meant tired, and I would use it as an excuse, like, I don't want to go to your birthday. I'm feeling prude. <laughs> that is so funny. Our good friend, uh, our good friend Andrea Rosen, Curdy B, you remember yeah. Andrea Rosen? Yeah. Her mother didn't know what kinky meant. They went, on a, they went to the Belize, I think, and they were going on all these jungle tours and stuff, <gasps> and her mom, whenever she would think things were interesting, would be, they would be like, hey... Look at that iguana over there. She's like, that iguana is so kinky. <laughs> and then they would be like, hey, guys, tonight we're going to do spicy food. She's like, spicy food is so kinky. What? And she was like, mom, what do you think we're talking about? Andrew, we love you. Laura, really Lauren's cute. mom, who is so adorable, Gretchen, adorable. she, uh, she <laughs> used to, when growing up, Lauren, she would always call them horsey doovers. Yeah. Um, as a joke, she would always be like, here's horsey doovers instead of hors d'oeuvres. Oh, and, oh cute. Yeah. I mean, that's cute. And so then Lauren went to college, and she went to college in New York, and she transferred. She went to college in North Carolina, and then she transferred to co college in New York. Too many And it was transfers. like the first night she went out with her friends, and, and everyone was like, we'll get some hors d'oeuvres. And she's like, you mean horsey doovers? <laughs> Like in and an earnest like, way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're oh. like, no, it's called hors d'oeuvres. And then she called her mom, like, crying, like, you told you bitch! For you so long me. it was horsey doovers! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Two more. Two okay. more. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. No, go ahead. Okay. God, all mine are about fucking. But all right, I'm gonna, good. <laughs> Great. We're, we're going to lean in. Everybody does it. The number of people I have fucked in my office surprises me. <gasps> but this part's the this part's the tea. Okay. They all think it's my first and only time. Oh sure. <laughs> Good for Which you. Which makes Good the for you. Good fucking for you. gullible coworkers yeah. that are like, oh, you're a virgin. Well, everybody's yeah. ego's insane. I They're guess. like, I'm that hot. The way <laughs> I eat half a bagel and then the other half twenty minutes later is so. Sex. All right. Do you got a good one, or should I just bang Wrap this it up out? tight, oh, Here we go. I blow dry my pubes and my asshole like a clean, dry undercarriage. Yeah. <laughs> good. You're absolved. There you it is. Couldn't there have ended it any other way. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you, banana And thank you. God. Right. Should we do one That's more for the road, Curdy B? One more for the road. Last story. <laughs> Last story. This oh. is strong. <laughs> 
Do you guys have one? What? Oh, we're oh, gonna do story. a story. We're gonna do a story. Story. Fuck so you. Sorry. I'm kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, thank you guys, and we're gonna do that for here on out. So send them into the podcast. <laughs> Don't. I mean, we're gonna see who you are on uh, DMs. Yeah. But we won't say your name. So say anything crazy. But if you killed anybody, we're calling the cops. So yep. There you. it goes. There it goes. If you assaulted anybody, you're going to jail. Yeah. Uh, okay, dokie. <laughs> cheese notes sent this in. Cheese notes to send a lot in. Thank you, cheese. Thank notes. you, cheese note. Cheese notes. You're here, right? Really? So is the That's thing right. that everyone just claims ownership? I think here? so. Yeah. Now it is. Yeah. Got it. We got him. <laughs> got him. Um, Kurt. Yeah. This is on your favorite website. Oh, what is it? HamiltonToday.co.uk. Are you kidding me? I have an I, I, uh, uh, Apple Watch, and the only thing on it yes. is HamiltonToday.com. <laughs> That's I don't right. even have the time. It's just the updated headlines from HamiltonTetToday.com. He screams them to his wife and his children and his little dog, Zelda. HamiltonToday.co.uk, written by... .co.uk. Don't you love you live in America? Sometimes. It's just .com. We it's not .co.au. It's not .co.uk. We created it. Did um, we? Written we probably by, stole it from them. They're a little <laughs> smarter. Written by Kevin Donald, who is quite, and lastly and finally, the very best in the... Yay! It's so good. It's so fun. This is what they say. This is what they say. <laughs> this is what we say. Also, we did, how many? 20 eps before. Somebody was like, do you know these? It was... Uh, what? What? Best in the business. Everybody thought we knew everybody. Like all... Oh. <laughs> everybody... Every, all the comedians were like, these guys are really well read. <laughs> And that's what I thought. Yeah, no, we have no idea who anybody is. I've been duped. <laughs> K. Thor Jensen follows me on Twitter. We love a K. Thor Jensen. Oh, Are you here tonight, K. Thor? <laughs> Are you? He might be. Are you really? Like, uh, you could be a K. Thor. Yeah, Think about day. it. If you kill somebody, K. Thor He Jensen. may not be here, but somebody shit in their cat's litter box. Yeah. <laughs> Show them who Here's looking the at you. Yeah. species it's beautiful. is. beautiful. Uh, what were you doing in L.A.? Was it fun? Yeah. Okay. Fun stuff? <laughs> Audition? Acting? Acting. Acting? Yeah. You're into it. <laughs> into it. The funniest. It was cool. I was, we're so glad to have you on the pod. I'm so happy yeah, to be here. Thank you Hannah Pilkis, me. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> she rocks. Scotty, send TikTok, us TikTok, by the way? I, we don't know TikTok. Everybody keeps saying we should join TikTok, and we're like, we are way I'm too like, old. No, you guys should be on TikTok. Okay, I like the selfish. If you, if you think they should be on TikTok, say Wayo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's a medium way. It's like half <laughs> of a it's just way-o. over here. Yeah, isn't all of that fascinating? The alcoholic. You could just put up like old clips on TikTok. But it's good for you. You, I don't know. It? I think it's fine. Okay, I think cool. it's like an extended waste of time. But yes, <laughs> no. what isn't these days? Yeah. Okay, Kevin Donald's the best in the business. This is for. Uh, HamiltonToday.co.uk. Never forget to get a tattooed. In Only thing I read. Is it Hampleton? <laughs> it's Hamble with a B. I know it. I know it. I'm just asking. <laughs> He's checking. I want to hear it again. Stop nagging my nag. What? Woman gets restraining order after feeding neighbors sad horse. <laughs> <laughs> This 
You have to verify if it's sad in order to be in a headline. And who yeah. better than woman? <laughs> that is a sad-ass horse. <laughs> a court has imposed <laughs> a restraining order <laughs> to protect a retired racehorse from unwanted attentions of a grandmother. To stop feeding him carrots. I'm removing my TimbletonTown.com widget. <laughs> Get it How off there. dare us do this. <laughs> what? In a ruling rarely, if ever, <laughs> passed by a British court, the horse was afforded legal protection from overfeeding after prosecutors made the application to the magistrate's office on its behalf. Margaret Porter, 67. Pretty young Aww. grandma. Pretty young grandma. Cool grandma. Yeah. Cool grandma. It takes a dark twist. Um, this uh -oh. could be a my favorite. <laughs> no, we're like Honestly. so team grandma. <laughs> Thought Nelson the chestnut gelding was, quote, sad looking. Um, Nelson oh. the chestnut gelding. Sometimes we project our feelings onto animals. <laughs> Pixar relies on it. Came to the view that the underfed horse, oh, so she began uh, giving it carrots despite being explicitly asked not to by its owner, uh -huh. Suzanne mm -hmm. Cook. 50. Why are we naming them? <laughs> Their ages? Don't know. It 60, might come into play later. 67 versus 50. Same age. Every Lauren, <laughs> Rachel, Michelle, Amanda, same name. Uh, what began also, why are they given ages? Everybody in Timbledown knows each other. Everybody? Timbledown ain't large. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. It's HamiltonToday.co.uk. <laughs> um, so Margaret Porter, 67, thought he was sad looking. So what began as a laudable effort for Nelson's interest quickly became a campaign of harassment against uh, Miss Cook. Miss Cook owns the horse. She's like, get the fuck out of my yard. Uh, she saw the police called three times in the RSPCA, which is like the ASPCA, yeah, exactly. called once. Miss Porter told the court she first became involved after passing. This is when it gets weird. I know a lot of you are murderinos. There's some clues here. She passed uh, him. She passed this horse, Nelson, in the field six or seven times in one day. Seems a bit much for passing a horse. Seems like twice would be a lot, honestly. I don't, I don't think I pass horses. any horse I know, a day. I was going to say. I, don't. <laughs> I think if you had a horse on a lead walking around you, it would be four or five times. <laughs> uh, I saw him standing outside the stables and thought he looked quite sad, said Nelson. So I decided to give him a few carrots at the fence. It never occurred to me that anybody else would be bothered by this. Also, that's fun. Feeding a, a horse carrots, very fun. I'm over here. I'm laughing. I don't know. If someone if someone kept feeding my dog, yes. I would be like, Good. get the fuck out of here. There we go. This is Eventually, real. Like, it'd be my too dog much. is shitting weird. I don't know what you're feeding him. Oh, boy. Yeah. You tee it up well. <laughs> so. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't want to. No, he doesn't die. No horses die. No horses die. We'll we never, never do a story. Do to Brooklyn, USA. <laughs> Uh, I didn't want him starving to death. Miss Porter continued feeding Nelson, uh, which came to Miss Cook's notice when she realized there were dozens of carrot tops lying in her field. Now imagine dozens of carrot tops. <laughs> the comedian. 
the Vegas Live performer. In Las They're Vegas. lifting cars. Better show. They're benching thousands of pounds together. He's Dozens. so strong. Dozens. Three dozen carrot tops. Man. Everybody has a, a prop case, and there's just so many props. They're doing, there's one carrot top who's doing a show for six <laughs> other carrot tops. Imagine that for a moment. Honestly, Carrot Top should have a Marvel franchise. Yeah, you're yeah. right. He's a big, strong guy. He should be the MCU. He should. They'd yeah. be like, prop dork. He's like, I'm here. Prop man. <laughs> Wires <Yeah>. raid. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, you did the raid thing. We get it. Okay, so she picked up a... Uh, oh, so Miss Cook picked up a bucket of these Carrot Tops. Uh, she said... "There's a <laughs> Call back saying, to Don't you. Don't my horse. George Williams Porter took no notice and continued to sneak carrots to Nelson, who willfully trotted over to... I mean, of course the horse trotted over to the fence. I mean, this is 90% of what horses do. It's a carrot. Miss Cook told the court on February 13th this year, I was going to my horse when I saw Miss Porter's car parked up the street. She was throwing food into the field until the horse came over. This is getting sideways. Can I, I ask one quick thing? Yeah, Anything please. You want. You Thank me? you. It's complete. I'm like, how are you? No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty good. I'm happy to be in no. Brooklyn. I love this place. I want to. Can carrot? Can can horses only have carrots? Because mm. is that fun for them? I I think they can, but I think they eat grass and. Can shit. they have like a like a, a a grilled cheese? What's the number one horse food? Number one horse food. Apple. It's hay. The answer is hay or straw, right? So horses are, like, notoriously fit as fuck because they're and just... Apples. You know what's funny? I just realized when you ask that to a crowd, it's like a fun thing. But if I just screamed at one person, what's a horse's favorite food? It's so aggressive. Go! It's a way to end a fight, really. Any fight. Any argument. Mike if you're in a relationship and your partner's not here and they go, where were you? Just point at them and yell, what is a horse's what favorite horse's food? horse's favorite food? Take off all Bitch. of your clothes. <laughs> Sleep face down in the living room. Thank you. I just had to get some clarity. Continue. You're right. Uh, so Miss Cook says, I opened the car door window and said, why are you feeding my horse? Reasonable question. Yeah. Do you realize what you're doing? You could poison my horse or give it colic and make it ill. This is a real concern. Horses mm -hmm. weigh a lot. This story keeps getting better as it goes, by the way. We got two big <laughs> details coming down the pipeline. I'm ready. She replied, meaning Miss Porter, you can ring the police. I'm not bothered at all. <laughs> <laughs> Wowie zowie. That's how Timble Down rolls. Yes, we love Timbledown. the confidence. They God. love it there. Lucas Riley, what was his real name? Kevin Donald, got the name strong. <laughs> Still best in the biz. So, uh, to her horror, Miss Cook, the owner of the horse, an RSPCA inspector called her house and told her they were carrying out a welfare check on her horse. This is getting crazy. So Nelson gets a welfare check. <laughs> the inspector quickly realized with an S that not only was he being well looked after, he was in peak condition. He had competed three times as a professional racehorse. Can you imagine the glitz, the glamour? <laughs> the amphetamines that he was given? Yeah, the, the steroids. steroids, the acid. And the threat is like, if you tool. hurt yourself, bam, bam. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. So I'm so, do you guys not know about that? <laughs> anyway, uh, sorry about that. So horse. the horse is in wonderful shape and being very taken care of. That's what the RSPC Prior to... 
All carrots woman. Yeah. No, carrots were coming in, but basically this horse is healthy. Miss Porter is just projecting on this poor horse, gotcha, Nelson. Gotcha. After the hearing, so uh, they arrest her. They arrest Miss Porter. <laughs> <laughs> they arrest the carrot lady. Carrot lady gets okay. arrested. Cross the street neighbor, by the way. So it's going to be good forever. Uh, <laughs> holy Yikes. smokes. Good fences, good neighbors. Miss uh, Miss Porter uh, leaves the hearing where she got arrested and says it all seems so ridiculous to be taken into court for giving a horse a few carrots. Also, it's so many carrots. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's hundreds of carrots. Yeah, it's that thing. It's like I barely had anything to drink, and it's like you're just soaked in alcohol. You're, you piss yourself. You're pissing yourself while you're yeah. arguing. Yeah. But at least, guy, I, uh, at least I got to have my say in court, and they ultimately didn't send me to jail. Miss Cook said, I'm very glad the court passed an order to keep her away from Nelson. So here's when it gets interesting, folks. So he's a thoroughbred horse. He's very well, well looked after. He's exercised, and uh, my son and I love him very much as Miss Cook. A year has gone by, and she's not feeding him anymore. But in his racing days, Nelson was named You're Doing Well. That was the horse's name. You're doing well. But that's mean to name a horse that. Yes. <laughs> Especially, thank you, because he ran three races and got last place in the first three. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You're doing well coming up and the we end. Didn't plan that, well. no, we didn't plan that, but he's and not doing well. Trainer agreed he was not doing well and put mm. him out to pasture. He got snapped up by Miss Cook. So this is not the first time Miss Porter has been arrested. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. In March 2005. <laughs> heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. North- that date checks out. Uh-huh. I remember where <laughs> I was. Do you? March 2005. North Hallerton magistrates heard Miss Porter had lost her temper at her estranged brother, William. <laughs> when he wouldn't eat the carrots she was feeding him. <laughs> Somehow dumber, Kurt. <laughs> when he laughed at her while driving past her in his Range Rover, <laughs> she flung three sticks of rhubarb from her cottage window. She just has rhubarb at the ready to fling? Apparently, Miss Porter does. <laughs> Who knew they were sticks of rhubarb? Never seen one right. in my life. What is a rhubarb? I, think I don't it know. It looks like a reddish, greenish, uh, like celery, right? And you can break it off from the bottom. You guys are Great agreeing vegetable. like your life depends on it. <laughs> Front row is like, yes, that's rhubarb. <laughs> you know rhubarb too? Did you throw it? It's like, can you believe they put a Whole Foods in Gowanus? It's like, yes! <laughs> we we want rhubarb 24 hours a day. <laughs> and Gus Soda. She lost her temper at her estranged brother, William, when he rolled down his window and laughed at her driving past in his Range Rover. She flung three sticks of rhubarb from her cottage window, hitting him in the right eye and bruising them. I also think it's important to point out that they had to both be interviewed and say, yeah, we're estranged. Yeah, we know. I hate her guts. So, I think Timbledown doesn't really <laughs> fact-check. No. Timbledown.co.uk is now fact-check it out there. Also, no. the fact that that's an amazing arm. He was driving by. Have you ever tried to throw a stick of celery? 
Yeah, picture that. She got it in the car. Picture that. Hit him hard enough to bruise him. Wait, Kurt, can I ask you, have you ever tried to throw a stick of celery? You come by the BQE at 4 p.m. tomorrow, (laughs) you find out. You find out, Hannah. All right. You'll learn. I'll be there. You'll learn. You'll learn. You'll learn. Uh, She was convicted of assaulting her brother with three sticks of rhubarb. (laughs) That does check out. Makes Thanksgiving in England a little weird. Uh, the court ordered her to do 40 hours. That was good. That was good. It took all of us a little while. But that was very good. He's a writer. He's a writer. She got, uh, so this is for feeding Nelson the horse, who you're doing well, the loser-ass horse. Uh, super healthy. Okay, well. Super healthy. Very healthy horse. Yeah. Uh, she got 40 hours of community service, and she's part from entering the property. She can't, uh... She can't go on to Miss Cook's property. She can't interact with the horse. And she can't talk to Miss Cook. And she's across the street. They live directly across the street from her car. Oh, I love that story Holy so much. Holy shit. Who's got a bad neighbor? Anybody's neighbor suck butt? It happens. People are crazy as shit. It's insane. The internet just ruined everything. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. My neighbor, I have, um, I have asthma. Uh, humble brag. <laughs> Give her a booster. Give her a booster right now. And uh, both neighbors on either side of me smoke cigarettes. Wow, that sucks. Um, yeah. And inside, so, inside? Inside. Ooh, that's on, a special kind of. Smells 82? like Casino Royale all the time. Barf, I'm barfing. And so <laughs> I decided to knock on their doors and let them know that it was bothering me. You're a nice young woman. You're and allowed so, to say And things. because I'm really assertive, I was like, hey, so, I'm so sorry. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you wouldn't mind um, not smoking cigarettes, that would be awesome. And then one person was like, yeah, sure. And then another person said yes, but then confronted my fiance and was like, we're going to have beef. And, yeah, and cool. my like, fiance yeah, was like, no, we're yes. not going to have beef. My fiance just has asthma. And so if you could not smoke in the apartment. And so he goes, well, I'd smoke in the apartment, but my fiance has asthma too. But I opened the window. Oh, what a gentle person. <laughs> and I went, that's a bad relationship. Yeah, this is not going to end well at all. Yeah. Dear God. But so far, no smoke. Good. You're going to let, you got to say something. Nice. Uh, I'll do a quick, uh, do a quick Park Slope story. How about that? All right, that? great. And then we'll wrap it up. Wow. You guys are ready. It's fine. Um, so I used to work at Two Boots on 7th and 2nd. I know there's yeah. one on 5th now, but it was the restaurant one. For anybody who was in this neighborhood for a long time, it was there for 19 years. It was wonderful. Andy and Piper owned it. It was the place where if you had kids, they would give them pizza dough, and they would play with pizza dough in the window. It was oh. a beautiful place. Oh, that would be amazing. It was incredible, and the guy that made pizza was named Poochie. His nickname was Poochie. Sounds like a private part. No, he was like, yeah. <laughs> Hung, <laughs> hung like Nelson the racehorse. <laughs> now, Poochie was the best. When people walk in, I would like, I would like one Poochie pizza pie, please. <laughs> he, and he was, he was not a tall man, so it's like he would be down here doing this, and it was wonderful. And he was the greatest. And every delivery. So if anybody ever got uh, two boots delivered from there, Poochie would make like two hundred to three hundred pizzas a night. That's a crazy That's number. Love Poochie. So I was a waiter, but I was also a food runner. And usually the food runners, for anybody in the service industry, which in New York, I'm sure it's a lot of y'all, 
Food runners are usually people that are pretty good waiters because you have to expedite. You have to look at all the tickets and you have to be like, holy shit, I got to get these four plates out. So I ended up being a good server and a good food runner in two years at Two Boots. It was my last job before I got my first TV running job. I made Poochie laugh two times. <laughs> nice man, just hated my guts. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. No, he did. He was a nice guy. So, um, the first time is not that funny, but I'll just tell you because we need context in this world. So we had live music all the time, usually jazz bands or blues bands. And one night they were do- singing Sweet Caroline, which is the new national anthem because the world is hell and we're dying. <laughs> and so some band is singing Sweet Caroline. And as I'm coming back to get food, I just sang, Nice vagina. And he laughed. <laughs> he laughed. As if I reached into his body, grabbed his spine, and was like, gotcha, motherfucker. Like tears, like cheese on the floor, sauce on the window. I felt pretty good. That's year one. Seven months go by. It also doesn't, it doesn't match the syllables. Like you really had to like go into it. I know it's you had to like not draw that one nice. out. It was the lowest point of my life. <laughs> And Poochie made me feel like the number one guy on the planet. So like seven, eight months go by, I'm running food. And there was a bus woman named Laura. She was a very nice woman, and she liked me. She had a little crush, and, and Ooh. Yeah, it was Ooh. a huge brag. She liked the sweaty guy that was slinging pizzas. <laughs> and he goes, why does she like you? Why does she like you? I go, I don't know, Poochie. She goes, why do you like you? I go, I don't know. She's like, he says, do you have a big dick? And I go, Poochie cuts to the chase. Yeah. yeah. Poochie don't waste no time. <laughs> I go, it's like a baby carrot. <laughs> he laughed in a way. <laughs> Toddlers laugh. <laughs> On the floor. <laughs> like, like literally scream crying laughing. <laughs> For the next four months before I got my first TV job, he's like, hello, baby carrot. <laughs> So I get a TV job, and then three years goes by, and yeah. I move to Los Angeles. We all move to L.A., and Mexico is playing USA in soccer no. for World Cup qualifying. And the phone, no. it's a 646. What is, what is New York? 646, yeah. 212? 212. I get a New York number, and I answer everything because I'm a psychopath. I have the banana phone. You guys know this. <laughs> and I go, hello. He goes, hello, baby carrot. <laughs> and they won. So I had to send Poochie 20 bucks. But yeah, to this day, if you ever call me Baby Carrot on the street, I'm like, I love you so very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Baby Carrot! Hannah Pelkis! Hannah Pelkis. That has been Bananas! Let's get him to yell Bananas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, ready? On on three, two, one, just yell bananas like it's going to end the episode. Prove Brooklyn's the best. Ready? Curdy B. Three, two, one. (laughs) Crazy good. Thank you. Good night, guys. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. 
Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 